Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the AEW All Out Preview. I'm Michael Sidgwick, joined by fellow Dadly Boy Michael Hamflet to discuss everything that's in store for us on Sunday's pay-per-view. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure to subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we preview and review um, pay-per-views, Dynamite, Collision, Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. We have wrestler interviews on occasion, Sometimes we have roundtable discussions and a roundup of the week, not this week, complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. Hamlet, we kind of touched on this on the Dynamite Review, which of course is available wherever you get your podcast from. Out of 10, what's your hype for this? Three. Success. Like, it was... They did a poor job of getting us hyped to go to Wembley Stadium and watch the biggest wrestling event of all time. Aye. On work's dime. Or, yeah. How on earth can... We sit here honestly. Well, wait, I'm not going to speak for you. How could I sit here honestly and then say, do you know what, Sidge? On balance, actually, if you look at Wrestler A and Wrestler B and you think about what we've done to get here, I think I'm maybe a seven or eight on the night. It'll come good. You can't. Other, like, otherwise, it'd make a liar of me now or a liar of me a week before Wembley. Whatever it was for Wembley, cut that in half and half it again because we're not going to be there along with 81,000 other people. Yeah. It's... It's preposterous, in my opinion, to expect people to pay $50 for this. And that's the challenge here, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know how you would do it. I don't know. How do you do it? How do you do it? And I don't want to be, I don't want to fall in that trap that people was telling us a few weeks ago, Christ, within the first minute and a half, the Dadleys are having a big old rant about AEW. Like, we only ever say what we feel. So I never want to change that. But I don't want people to feel, like, sad if they themselves have got some hype for the show. I think we'll go match by match and get into it. But $50. in terms of the feeling I felt, or the lack of, on television, yeah, next to now. $50, half full in Chicago, could be a canny pissed off Chicago based on some of the events this week. They were fine. They were quiet. They were quiet, but they, were, they weren't protesting. Is it, the pay-per-view is the United Center, which is the same place as Collision, isn't it? I, th- I believe so, So yeah. they'll either be super jazzed by whatever Collision throws up, or annoyed at what Collision has revealed, I guess? in terms of the Ricky Starks, Ricky Steamboat thing and the punker and whatever else. I just, the card speaks for itself and it doesn't exactly scream excitement at you, does it? No, uh, we'll go through it one by one. Um, I don't want to talk too much about some of the builds because we did that on the Dynamite review, mm. which you can listen to and we just recorded it earlier today. We'll start with a single ma- uh, singles match for the AEW TNT Championship. It's Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen. I expect Darby Allen to win. 
I'll get your thoughts on it momentarily. Um, because it's like he kind of owns that title at this point. Um, this is the... I think the referendum on heel Luchasaurus has happened, and it's... He can work a gimmick match. Straight singles, not so good at all. Um, and I think he'll lose the title here, and I hope he loses the title here. He was much better. He's like one of the better one-dimensional wrestlers ever. Mm. Luchasaurus, that incredulous thing about his act when he first burst onto the scene, like AEW's first however many shows, he cannot do that. <laughs> you are that big and you're doing, doing those moves and you're in a dinosaur mask. I described it as the composite wrestler. Everything I've ever liked about wrestling, like Luchasaurus packaged it. When I was young, I liked daft gimmicks and action figures. Yeah. And then I liked big guys with muscles. And then later, I liked people who could do cool moves and stuff. And he was just, he could do it all. As a heel, he's all too Kane. The good thing is Darby Allen does not have bad matches ever. The good thing about Luchasaurus is that he's massive. And Darby Allen against anyone bigger than him, which is everyone, is always good. But he's also... Like, massive. He could monster Darby. Darby will create so much movement in this match that it might be one of his most dangerous, recklesses, bump fests ever. You kind of have to turn it on. Again, you know, if Luchasaurus can be that menacing and it just doesn't feel hot, this, it feels weird. Luchasaurus' TNT title, I'm sorry, it's just weird. Um, but Darby will almost certainly over-deliver on the night IMO. Is the... They're not more in the pattern of Christian having the belt. He's pattern with with or without the belt. Yeah. When people say, oh, he needs a belt to get over, it's like that defeats the object. Yeah. Christian Cage can be patter. He always finds patter. I'd love uh, I'd love the edger to make a surprise appearance here to help Derby win if Derby is going to win. Drilling Luchasaurus with a spear as Christian looks on in disbelief. Yeah. What's the edger doing here? And then you're off and running with those. I, it won't be rubbish. It won't be rubbish. It's Derby Allen. As you say, Luchasaurus is the type of person that doesn't need his... Um, he's not one of them guys that requires a Darby Allen in there to make it good. But I think at the moment he does need a good match. Mm-hmm. And this'll, I think this will help him. Either way, even if he wins, I think this will just help the perception of him because it's going to make him look devastating. Who do you and think wins? I think Luchasaurus retains. Um, I just I don't think it they're... a TNT title. <laughs> I don't think they're bored of Christian having the belt... And I don't really think they've played with it too much. Darby and Sting got the big win that matters at all in. Let's be realistic. Rubbish that. The tag coffin match matters more than the belt. It does. Like, they got that one. It's, yeah, it's rubbish. So, yeah, I think this is where Christian gets a measure of revenge. There's going to be no Sting. And Luchasaurus gets to look. The more menacing he looks, the funnier it is when Christian doesn't even let him hold the belt, you know? So I think he gets it. But the match will be good. In a match that I feel should be bigger, and hopefully they do something on collision to make it so. It's meant to be, you're meant to be, we're meant to be sat here, as with you are meant to be sat there, either on a forum or chatting with your mates or whatever. Um, You should be saying, both of these lads are absolutely massive. Both of them are strong. The parity in this match is just, you can't separate them. Which ball is going to win? And I don't think anyone's really having those conversations. Like, I don't think anyone is having those conversations. And this match just doesn't feel that big. Again, should over-deliver. Should be a really fun spectacle on the night. But you should be previewing this or thinking about this or feeling this along the lines of, oh, which guy is going to destroy the other 
And if they're capable of destroying either Hobbs or Miro, like some a champion's in trouble somewhere. This doesn't feel like that, does it? Where's this build faltered? Because collisions barely existed. Collisions started, and this was like the fantasy booking match, wasn't it? Oh, they're both there. Well, they can't. Like, Planet Collision's not big enough for both of these. Can't wait for that inevitable yeah. showdown. Where's this, yeah, where's this faltered? Like, it's never once, they've never arrived at that Godzilla versus King Kong chaos that these matches are supposed to bring. Yeah, have I seen a pull-apart brawl? Only what we weren't able to get into Wembley in time to see. Yeah. And our very own Simon Miller there to break up. We need guys as big as him to break these Well, two. yeah, that's a step, I guess, but I but, don't see it. No, it's like, and the TV hasn't, like, he dropped a book on him, didn't he, when QTV attacked? That's the, so we think Hobbs is still leaning on them a little bit. I think Miro wins with the idea. I think they're going to take the coward's way out with this in terms of the book, and I think they are going to um, have Miro win. Botched interference from QTV, because it's a get-out-of-jail card. Yeah. Because if Miro wins and QTV botch it, you'd still like Hobbs because you get rid of... QTV, and then he can reinvest in Hobbs and say, all right, now that he's away from the terrible QTV stable, then, all right, we can believe in him again. Mm. I think they've got a get-out-of-jail card. Get-out-of-jail-free card. And maybe that's the plan behind QTV all along. Yeah. Or maybe they just thought it was going to work because there's a nepotism streak running through this company. People want to root for him. Yeah. That's the main thing. Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho. Now... Um, they've had a match already on Dynamite in one of the tournaments, I believe, Owen or the TBS title tournament, mm-hmm. actually. I remember two things about it. I remember that the action was really quite good. I also remember Ruby Soho's NXT kickout faces, and I remember describing it at the time that they were so OTT, the idea that a finisher didn't get the job done or even a signature didn't get the job done. I remember vividly describing it at the time as as if Chris Statler, as if Ruby Soho had actually clasped eyes on an actual alien. <laughs> like that is the only time that sheer shock and this unfathomable thing that she had seen, the it was as if she'd sighted alien life for the first time. Can you imagine if you did it? You just in the presence of an alien. And we've actually got one. I was gonna say I was I'm trying to get there. I, I can't quite get there. Well since. we'll get with Pal. Yeah. Alien. Go over here. <laughs> Oh, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Alien. I'm yeah. in the headspace now. See, okay. see you later, Alien. Have you seen Arrival? No. It's basically about the arrival of alien life onto Earth, and there's a linguistics professor who has been asked by the military to translate their language because the aliens have arrived. They haven't really... They've not killed anyone. Right. They can't understand why they're there, so they get a linguist, okay. linguistics professor to try and be able to communicate yeah. with the aliens. But there's a scene in that where, like, the military are saying, right, we're taking you up there. Um, be prepared. A lot of people kind of process something like this, and you might not, this might be the first time, or, you know, some people can't just be around it. Mm. That was, they play it more straight than Ruby Soho. <laughs> match. All of which is to say I'm a little bit frightened that they'll try and make this epic and she'll do it again. Mm-hmm. It's it should be good. It should be really good. Yeah, heatless is the worry because they haven't really tried to tell a story. The slot is also the worry. Does Ruby Soho 
get the Chicago babyface reaction here or not? She debuted in Chicago, but mm. is she actually from Chicago? I don't think so. Is I she just, from Chi-Town? I think it's one of them things I associate with being from sort of around that. I can know she's she from... She debuted in Chicago and she's got rancid as a theme. Yeah, she's from Michigan. Michigan. Um, uh, Statlander wins. The Outcasts breakup's not bad. So the idea of Soraya blowing the interference with the belt of her own, or, well, both of them, actually. Let's have Tony Storm out there throwing and missing with the shoes. Let's have Soraya out there going for the belt shots with her own title and screwing up. And let this be Statlander credited, I guess, Mm -hmm. with finalising the end of the outcasts, if not causing it herself. It's... I don't know, like, I know that sounds like I'm pulling for more fluff and nonsense than I am the actual match itself, but I do think this needs a bit of juice. Like, this is in danger, considering how good that Statlander is, and considering how Soho's really found herself in this character, this has got a massive danger of just being wrestling happening in front of you without being anything meaningful. Depends where it's slotted on the card. I'd love for this that to as well. open for once. Yeah. Why not use this all outright as an experiment? No one is going to really pay for it. In, it's gonna, I think a lot of people have had the same take on Twitter, at least that I've read. It's going to set the floor for buys, which is one good thing for Tony Khan. Now he knows what his floor is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just wish they would play with it. Put them on first. You would never do that in a million years because he's just not wired to want to spotlight women's wrestling that yeah. way. We know this. We've learned this over the last four years. But why not? Mm. Why not see if there's a match that isn't a women's match, isn't necessarily fated to die on pay-per-view. Wembley, because the Brits are goaded, was the rule-proving exception, I think. Um, right, I'm going to work my way up, so hopefully I don't miss anything. I started on the first three on Wiki, but I want to save Kenny and Mox, uh, Moxley till last. So, Kingston and Shibata versus Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. As I said on the Dynamite review, this seems to be more like the match on the ROH pay-per-view that you were really looking forward to. Yeah. If the if Dapunka was on this card, if they'd put a match that over-delivered on the idea, like we said they should have done, like, all right, you're not getting Dapunka, but we'll give you a Hangman Page versus Jay White. Yeah. If something like that had happened, I'd be way more up for this match, but I think it's been damned, for me anyway, by the fact that it's ROH all out. When we, we were asking the question yesterday, how can... Tony Khan make this feel like AEW all out. I always do ROH stuff. That's the last thing we want <laughs> to do, Tony, for Christ's sake. You might as well collaborate with Impact again and send some of those over. Yeah. Um, no, this match should be excellent. Um, Shibata and Wheeler have great chemistry. But like Shibata and Claudio, like, do you swing them? Yes. Do you uppercut them? Like, what does that look like? That's It's one of those where... I'm into the Kingston Claudio thing more than you. Mm-hmm. I think the match should broadly be excellent, but I've never seen Claudio and Shabatra in the same ring, and frankly, I never thought I would. I'm fascinated by what that looks like. Purely on a, what they what the wrestlers can do to each other in the wrestling ring basis, nothing emotionally. Yeah, I suppose like ultimately your mileage may vary on these, but this has the makeup of one of the reasons why post pandemic AW in 2021 was as exciting as it was. Because matches like this could exist, but you still didn't think you would see them. Yeah. You would think, ah, oh, like, Tony's got New Japan back in favour, and he is keen to use Ring of Honor where he can. 
And then you would see an announcement like this or a graphic like this for Dynamite and you could not believe your eyes. Yeah, I miss that feeling. Well, not to sound spoiled, but like that was two years ago and you've cycled through kind of enough of those. Um, Shabbat has fought Uter, hasn't he? He took the pure title off him. Or did he take it off Garcia? Took off Uter, I think. Schooled him. Like at the, was it the Ring of Honor pay-per-view WrestleMania weekend, maybe? Yeah. Like I've seen them fight. Like, like, if I've got that wrong, I apologise. But like, that again is one of those sort of things that if if I've made that up, no, he took it off and we took it off. Yeah, like I've seen that, and I like that idea. I like that combination. But I've seen that. So then you've got Eddie Kingston and Shibata teaming up, which has this like it's wholesome, but it's wholesome while rooted in danger and fear for the heels. That's quite fun. And then you've obviously got the, the Claudio and Shibata uh, coming together that we've you know that you said that we've never seen, but all of it doesn't feel as exciting as the sum of its parts. Yeah. It's just not, we're not in 2021 post-pandemic dream factory anymore. And this is what this is. This is an attempt to play. Oh, what can I, what can I get people high it's on? Like mad scientist stuff, isn't it? I, like them days is over. Like it's, and they were great, but we've had enough of that. And stories would be better. Yes. Samoa Joe versus Shane Taylor. Um, one of the more inexplicable matches <laughs> in AEW pay-per-view history. But now maybe AEW pay-per-view will not have the same connotations now that he's insidiously... Like, insidiously is the wrong word with Forbidden Door and All In because they're dream shows. Mm. At least, I can't believe this is happening. Oh, my God, the cross-promotion with New Japan. Oh, my God, Wembley. All right, cool, cool. You like, you like more pay-per-views, do you? Yeah, yeah, tell me. Here's Wrestle Dream. What's that? <laughs> um, it's a tribute to Antonio Noki. Oh, I'm listening. That may or may not have New Japan involvement, but I hope full. <laughs> huh? <laughs> and then there's going to be AEW. I don't know. It's time to play the game. Time to play time the to play game. game. <laughs> <laughs> Guess. The next AEW pay-per-view name. I would never have gone with Wrestle Dream. It's lovely. I love it. It is quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, I can't summon a word, but he loves and has somehow used all of the generic show titles we all used around 2001. He's done it. Yeah. Dynamite. Rampage. And Rampage and Collision and Revolution and, like... Full gear wasn't one to be fair. That was based yeah. on Hangman Page's trunks that then got pivoted to cogs. So, like, that wasn't one. But, like, almost all of his new show titles is very much just his thing out of a notepad in 2000. So, Slam Down. It's too much like SmackDown. Yeah, it's too much like SmackDown. I'm trying to, like, go back and think of those. Like, Retribution. He's done Grand Slam. Retribution, if it hadn't have been that dreadful stable, yeah. would have definitely been yeah. an AW pay-per-view, for example. Slams in quite a few of them. St. Patrick's Day Slam. Yeah. Well, two of them. Winter Slam. Slam. Winter is coming is a great title. Winter is coming is great. Although it is, does fall into the fight, fight fest trap it's one of, of referencing where, something from three years it's ago. It's one of those where it's all in a name, isn't it? Yeah. Winter is coming off. I've not paid for that before, so I will not do it again. Yeah. That's probably why they won't go for it. They won't sort of upgrade it. Um, wait a minute. You got one? Well, no, I'm going to go on to Thesaurus for fight. AEW, fisticuffs. AEW, <laughs> um, confrontation. Collision, basically, as well, isn't it? AEW, bring the ruckus. AEW, <laughs> hostility. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yep, something like that. AW, I'm synonyms for aggression. AW belligerence. They like Blood and Guts is from WWE. I like Winter is Coming's Thrones, Fighter Fest. Is there any kind of. Oh, in terms of a dig at WWE a little bit. And Tony Khan. Oh, no, there wouldn't be. It's licensed. So, like, you can't have Wrestle War. Wrestling War. Wrestling War. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's something that they would do. Yeah. Um, is there anything popping on Netflix that they can rip off? Uh, the Bear Knuckle. Maybe. Have they... Only wrestlers in the room instead of only murders in the room. Yeah. WWE haven't really taken any notice of them recently, have they? No. Not really. Um, and they're dropping all Attitude Era ones for their NXT shows, aren't they? So. Yeah. Well, let's know if you've got any in the comments <laughs> below before we very quickly move on to Better Than You, baby. Versus the Dark Order. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> you don't like it. It's a rampage battle. It's a rampage battle, battle royal. Um, hopefully on Twitter we'll remember that we forgot to put a spoiler warning on there, even though I think you pe- I don't think you really go to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. Um, and we can't very edit very well. Nah, I can't cut that. Sorry. But it's fine. It's like, no, I don't think anyone really cares. No. It's, anyway. Uh, Spoiler uh, alert! Speaking of the match, and not you going. don't know which ones it are. Ooh, Ooh. maybe there were. Oh no, there's only like three of them left, or something. Now oh, it's called Cabana. It's called Cabana because the punk is not there. No, no, it's a bit. Yeah, sorry. I'm really, really sorry about that. I'm just yes. reading what's in front of me, and I, my brain is wired to not care about rampage spoilers anymore. <laughs> I would expect it to be the same, but if not, I'm yeah. really, really sorry about that. And I'll, again, I'll put it on the Twitter link that we forgot to do a spoiler warning. Um, but yeah, Reynolds and Silver. Spoiler warning, won the Casino Battle Royal. I've never done that before. Hopefully, it'll mm. never happen again. Um, to earn the shot at calling MGF, this would indicate to me that quality-wise, it's going to be a knockabout. It's going to be very, very fun because Silver and Cole have got that BTE backstory. Yeah. So there'll be stuff like that. MGF and Silver should be a really funny, fun time. Mm-hmm. 
I think this is going to be like very, very fast-paced comedy, wholesome fun. It might even open the show. or I think this will open. I think better than you, baby. Pretty much guaranteed to win. How much, if any, sort of conflict, misunderstandings do we see? Or just next to none and keep it rolling? Yep. Just as an excuse to get this act on the paper? All of that. Uh, almost zero, and I welcome it quite honestly, because it would be a waste of interesting plot development here. It would be because you can't do it every week. Yeah. Otherwise, it gets contrived. Yeah, it's got like let's see them solid. Like the main event of All In was supposed to tell you in kayfabe that they are tighter than ever because they've survived the battle together. The one thing that was always driving the tension was that a match was forthcoming. It was happening, and they could like avoid thinking about it. But the time was approaching, and they had the match and all as well. You know what nobody really talked about, and I totally get why this is. Probably because half the people couldn't even get in the building. Like it was fun, and the kangaroo kick delivered, and the double clothesline gets the massive pop. The Aussie Open match was nout. Oh, it's for Aussie Open. Like, it wasn't this sort of, like, Aussie Open have had, like, a found critical claim here and there in pockets. In, uh, a five-star match. found a claim in, in pouches. But, um, five-star matches. It's, it's, uh, it wasn't that. It wasn't a five-star match. It was the uh, Better Than You Baby Chapman's spot, three. spot show. This is that. I just think this is that. Has MJF ever interacted with the Dark Order in AW? Um, yes, he has. What am I forgetting? He's removed the mask from Negative One. Oh, of course. Spat on it and then took the cane shot to the head. Uh, send Negative One out there and have him do something where Adam Cole's too nice to kind of stop it. I game once and then... I've, I'd, I'd love that. I've yeah. got a fantasy booking spot as well for this. Did you see on... I hope this is like a recurring bit... It might tread on the toes of the Roderick Strong thing, but it's still funny. Like the best version, well, the second best version of Next Stuff, Bryce Remsburg, like a total pro, yeah. like couldn't make it yeah. to Dynamite because he had the neck brace. I don't know if he was part of the illnesses or if he's based in Florida or if it was just a gimmick or an angle. He was like, hopefully I'll make it for All Out, but, you know, I can't. Do dynamite. Sorry, my neck's really been jammed. That's great. Like someone who isn't a wrestler. Mm. Like wrestlers should just probably sell these things more, but someone who isn't a wrestler especially should do this. What if they do this recurring bit where Bryce Remsburg just gets his ass kicked in better than <laughs> matches? And I'm thinking, you know that sequence that Silver and Reynolds do where it all ends up in the German suplex, and then he jumps over Reynolds to do the pin. Oh, yeah. Remsburg could either take that, or he could... MGF could... So the whole point is he's our scumbag, and it's really funny now when he does mm. the heel stuff, because he knows that heels are fun. He knows that you can't play full babyface as much as he does the crowd-pleasing stuff as part of the gimmick. But he can still be our scumbag. What if... Unbeknownst to Silver, he's firing himself up with his back to who he thinks is Adam Cole. You know that kick that he does where he's bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang. What if he does that to Rice, Bryce Ramsburg? Oh, great. And that'd be like a recurring bit. How has this happened to him? Because they don't shy away from comedy in this angle. No. And this is a place for it, honestly. On this card, I think it'll be welcome. I'm looking forward to this. It's only the Dark Order. It's fun as hell. They've picked John Silver, I think, for a really good reason. I know people were let down by this. I get it because if this card was stacked and this was on it, I'd, oh, what a lovely bonus. Yeah. But my God, Silver is a really funny wrestler and I think they've got some really cool comedy stuff in mind here. I think so. It'll be very lightweight, but very fun. Three more to go through. Uh, Bullet Club Gold, the Bing Bing Ging. Austin Gunn. 
Carlton Gunn, together they are the guns. Jay White and Juice Robinson versus FTR and the Young Bucks. Now, this won't be as good because the Lucha Bros aren't in it. But the last time the Bucks and FTR teamed together, some of the best oh matches God. in Dynamite history, were very worthy, uh, very worthy sorry, of the but- that button. Oh my God. Oh my Why God. haven't, now that they've had crowds to play in front of for two years, has no one done a Canadian destroyer over the top rope? Yeah. I can imagine the pop it would get live. If you could, if I could ask one question about AEW, it's like, give Tony Khan the truth serum. Number one would be, did the punker tell you to get rid of Colt Cabana? <laughs> yeah. The second one would be, why haven't you done that again? And maybe they just forgot how awesome it was. Mm. Anyway, so I expect this to be very, very good indeed. I really like the, um, I like it when the books, <laughs> I loved it when the books were like, I do respect you, so we're kind of going to do your moves, and that's when Matt introduces Arn Anderson yeah. into the bit which he's continued doing. So I think it'll play on the opposite of that, where that was the FTR going, you know what, maybe we're better friends than enemies. Let's do each other's stuff. And when Dax Howard was booting off that, they were doing high spots. Yes. It was like, oh my God, he's going to turn, that he's going to turn. That was what I was thinking of when you mentioned oh my the match. God. Like, it was like he was appalled and shocked all at the same time. Yeah. What the, what the this isn't a frigging business. This I've been a little business bit. is. Midnight. Uh, <laughs> Keep your ass on the goddamn ground. And if you have to fly in the air, land on your goddamn ass with that Tennessee jam for the one, two, three. Get a pay window. <laughs> Will they might be less enthused to team together this time? Uh, yes, um, I don't know. <laughs> there could be a great near fall where Nick and Cash and then Dax and Matt do shat machines. Yes, all that sort of stuff. The the template. It, there's probably a Young Bucks FTR template that I'm forgetting, but I always go back to the uh, DIY and the revival working against Authors of Pain. Yeah. And they'd fought each other so much that they know each other's stuff inside and out. And it's like, well, they're big guys. So if we do all our moves together, yeah. then it'll just be the two of us. And I thought that was tremendous. So I'd, I'd welcome that kind of stuff again. Dax doing a super kick. Yeah. No, goddamn, I ain't doing that. God, he does the stomp by accident. Oh, what the hell oh, have I become? I don't know. I'm sorry, Brett. Stares I'm his, sorry, Brett. And then he stares at his hands so we can mock Sean at the same time. Oh, my God, what am I doing? What am I doing, Brett? I'm sorry, Brett. Come back. Why am I so violent? Probably the passion. <laughs> Or the passion I got for this business. Trying to find some. Um, I, I think the heels win, though. So whether or not it's uh, accidental miscommunication or inverted commas, accidental miscommunication, I don't know. Like, I saw... But the heels win. Yeah, the heels win. Another win for... Dax or Cash should take a fall, because then he could do the third match mm-hmm. with Juice and Jay, or he could do FTR Guns. They haven't done that tag in a while, have they? No. I want to believe that AW is still good, and Jay White. It's still good. It's just not great. Yeah, I want outside to be- of the main event. I story. want to believe it can get great, and Jay White winning again gives him a winner all in, a winner all out, looking awesome in the process, really finding himself these last three months in AW, and just becoming a big deal. Oh, it'll be a bigger deal than he is. He's on that ascendancy, isn't he? You can tell he's on the right track now. Former multi-time IWGP World Champion. Singles feud next, which they haven't, you know, much to our chagrin. They haven't just given us a random one just to make this card hot. So, at the very least, I'd like to see them win. Two more. Kenny Omega versus Kanosuke Takeshita. This is a match that I want to care about so much more than I do. If you want to hear our thoughts on the build, listen to the Dynamite review. Um, But on the night, it will be absolutely fantastic. This is the sort of match where if it dares be four and a quarter, you think, oh, something's gone wrong. 
there's been some kind of botch. Maybe someone got locked, locked loopy for a bit and there was a few minutes where it was dicey. This is the match where four and a half is the floor, mm. at the absolute floor. There's only nine matches announced at time of writing. There could be ten when Ricky's team ball gets on the card. <laughs> um, but this is the one I would expect to go long, like 25 minutes. Um, is what I'm expecting here. Should be bigger than it is, but the match itself should be absolutely fantastic. Um, like, their physical chemistry is insane. We've seen glimpses, like the most thrilling glimpses, glimpses of, of it imaginable. I just want to do a few fantasy booking spots like a nerd before I guess who wins. And I think that the Blue Thunder Bomb will get turned into a Poison Rana. Mm-hmm. And um, that n- jumping knee that Takeshita does, I think they'll each do that about three or four times, and then Omega will jump up with a V-trigger, then oh, V-trigger yeah. him again, and then he's like going to sell an injury with no cartilage in his knee, so when he's a little bit slow to do the next one, he gets face rocked by Takeshita. <laughs> it's just going to be like, we've used this metaphor before, but like the collision detection in video game wrestling, mm-hmm. it's going to be unbelievable here. It's going to feel like, um, you know, the vibration on your control yeah. pad. It's gonna you're gonna feel that <laughs> in your like your rib cage when this when this goes as hard as it does. Aye. I think Takeshita wins. I think so too. Um Kenny may oh, you know, we've talked about the elite before having a pretty terrible record on pay per view. Not least because then it means they don't have to do the scrums. So you never see the elite in the scrum rooms. Um I I it's weird this, isn't it? You shouldn't be doing the it'll be all right on the night with Takeshita and Omega. That's a failing of the storytelling. Especially when there's so much history and work with Omega and Callus. Yeah. It's like the details have been there. I don't know who where the fault lies with hit. I don't know whether it's with Kenny Probably or Callus. Jericho trying to lom on to Callus to make the Osprey match big. Yeah. Jericho, Tony Khan. Omega just being a little bit too nice for his own good. And a bit passive in reality. Like the that awful beatdown segment where JR was watching as Bullet Club Gold attacked Kenny Omega. Only in that segment days out from All In and a week and a bit out from this, only then did they even dig into Kenny talking about why Takeshita Don. Like, you, you knew what we had in DDT and you picked him on purpose. That's like, that's the worst of this. How has that only kind of come up now? I know. And it's just, there's loads of like little details like that that just flag unnecessarily questions. Yeah, Takeshita wins. Kenny... I was trying to think before, other than Forbidden Door, which is, was obviously kind of like special occasion stuff with New Japan, was his last pay-per-view singles match, the Hangman Page title loss? On singles, I believe so, yeah. No this, Osprey Forbidden Door. Yeah. So, but like, I guess like if that, that was like a New Japan sort of special thing, he's not wrestled like a straight-up AEW pay-per-view single since losing no, the battle. All our trios, Revolution trios, Double or Nothing. Um, anarchy in the arena. Anarchy in the arena. Yeah. Just Trio, trio, anarchy. I think that could help. Because there'll be a sense of an event around yes. this. And I think that'll, as they walk into the ring, something will click in all of us. Ooh, big, big, big stuff. And all of it will like, it gets that extra quarter start. It gets that extra jolt of life from the off. And then, you know, as you described and the other stuff that they're going to do together physically will keep you there. Like, I am going to keep my expectations high on oh, this. Oh, that's sky high for this yeah. for me. Um, Sky high for this. Just feels weird talking about it without getting giddy, doesn't it? Yeah, it's going to be absolutely sensational. Like, absolutely sensational. That I've, I have no doubts whatsoever. I think take wins, and it's just weird because when I knew how long they'd been building 
Takeshita heel turn with Callus. Mm. How much Kenny loves Takeshita, how much he rates him. This is the sort of match that if they'd built it and told me it was as important as they thought it was, yeah. I honestly would have thought maybe this is the one winged angel kick out. Maybe Takeshita's the guy to get it. Mm. But I'm not thinking that anymore. No. What a waste it would be at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, I, lastly, um, for the international title, Cassidy versus Moxley. Um, I think this match is going to wildly over-deliver. I think that's both so smart. Um, I think it's weird that they're not stiffed it up, but I think they'll be blood nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll be brawling in the crowd and all the rest of it. Um, I think this match is going to be incredible. They're both so smart. The dynamic is so there. Um, I think that is going to be double juice. I think Cassidy like really pouring blood is going to be an iconic image. Yeah. Like the cool guy blading. Has he done it before when it was like really quite, there was like a great shot of him bleeding. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember. I can't place. Well, he bled at Wembley, didn't he? he uh, but he's done yeah. it before that as well. And it looked really cool. Anyway, I uh, double juice Cassidy. There's going to be a moment in this match where orange Cassidy is going to look even more of a badass than John Moxley. And it's going to be heavenly. Um, I think the match will be fantastic. I think the build has really got there in the end because Stadium Stampede was so fantastic, and the, the in, like the performance from Cassidy was so good on Dynamite this week. It saved the show. Um, yeah, I think Mox wins though. Same. It's time. Um, we've said that before about Orange Cassidy, and then we're proven wrong because we've said it again. Like we're saying it now, the ultimate protect them in defeat though. Yeah, it's on the whole story onwards. Like he can't. No one ever would think of him as a loser, even if. When he wins, when he loses this one. Yeah, I think it's a loss upwards. And there's so few people that you can convincingly do that with. Uh, which is why when WWE do it, it never feels like it makes that much sense. So yeah, Cassidy to win. I'm with you on the potential ceiling of this. I'd like it to be the main event. Because then, even in defeat, you can kind of... The main event slot is a representation of just how much Cassidy has elevated the belt and elevated himself above just being that kind of comedy mid-carder or whatever he was perceived as before. That's gone now. He's the real deal. And you can still... And AW, like, to be fair, them still have this more than WWE. They still know how to beat people more than WWE and make it matter. It's not all the time now like it used to be. Yeah. But what Cassidy could get out of this defeat is just as much as any sort of WWE wrestler would typically get out of a win. I look forward to watching the heartbreak of Moxley getting it done, yeah. really. Um, I think they're going to do a great chokeout spot, mm-hmm. nearing unconsciousness, but then he fires up, hands on the mat. My only concern, and I sort of alluded to this on the Dynamite preview, is John, on the review, sorry, John Moxley has a little bit of previous of kind of accidentally revealing when he's not totally locked into something. And I really hated that line. Everybody's got a belt these days. Was he foreshadowing that he's not going to win and he's already trying to trivialize the defeat? Maybe. He's, he's not a politician. But he he's doesn't. But he understands the game. He's a bit of a politician. He understands the game very well. No, he's a politician. They're, like, they're all politicians. Yes. And he's a good one. Yeah, a, a good one because you almost don't see it sometimes, do you? Oh, Whenever it says, oh, Jeff Jarrett and Triple H are great politicians, and it's yeah. like, no, they're good politicians if you're thick. They're out front about what they're doing. Yeah. It's, so it's many it's people obvious. have been fooled by it for some reason. Uh, John Moxley's the best politician because he operates in the shadows. Yeah. So him saying that, it's got me slightly concerned about, like, he's underplaying it already, knowing that. They're going to ask him to lose. But we'll see. If nothing else, Hamlet, you've enhanced my drama of the match on that basis because yeah. I think it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. 
Um, let us know what you think um, about the show, your excitement levels out of 10, if they're going to do a last-minute edition, any fantasy book and sports you've got to make me excited where Tony <laughs> Khan hasn't done enough. Do so under the link to this podcast on X at WhatCultureWWE. Whilst you're there, follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. You can follow me at M. Sidgwick. And the Dynamite Review um, is in the books. If you've missed that, go check it out. We've got a payback preview dropping mm-hmm. imminently in and around this one. Um, all going well. We should be back to review all out. Um, And until then, thank you very much for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.